Hey guys, it is October 28th. I can't believe it. October is almost over. And we are basically, well, here in Arizona, it's still 70s and 80s and sunshine and awesomeness. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just really happy to be back where uh, the weather is sunny because I spent the last five years in Portland and right now it's in the 50s and rainy and it's probably been raining for weeks and it'll continue raining for the next eight months. And no offense to anyone who's still living out there, some people love it, but man, does this sunshine and warmth feel amazing. So today I really want to talk about um, how to let go of fear surrounding health. I know that that's really big nowadays. We are headed into winter, and if you listen to the media, they're calling it a dark winter. Of course, the goal of the media is to instill fear, because, you know, when you're living in fear, they they have more control over your choices. And we can all easily fall prey to that fear, even when we stand firm in our foundation of truth and actual science, not the whole trust the science movement. But I want you to forget uh, for a moment all the fear-mongering surrounding health and wellness, wellness that they claim can only be achieved through a toxic injection, of course. And I just want to talk about wellness as a whole. So I used to be, and sometimes still am, a hypochondriac, Uh, Not the kind that would go to the doctor all the time or take a bunch of meds, but rather the kind that wanted nothing to do with a doctor. Still don't, by the way. And I always really jumped to the worst possible conclusion about why I may be experiencing a certain symptom. About eight or nine years ago, through a series of divine interventions, I became dead serious about um, natural health and wellness. And I've spoken about that a bit in past podcasts, uh, so you can go back and find those if you're interested. So I'm not going to bore you with the details here, but as I dove deeper and deeper into books and just courses and so on, I realized that we have a lot more control over our health than we've ever been led to believe. And this was really, really empowering for me because I learned that um, the choices I make could make me sick or make me well. And choices I make today can have positive or negative effects years from now. So I can start making choices now that are going to affect me for the rest of my life. Um, So choose wisely, right? Uh, I, I realized I didn't have to fear sickness and all I had to do was really implement what I've been learning. Now, I'm not perfect. And, you know, like anyone living in a fallen world, we all give into temptation now and then for different reasons. You know, over this past couple of years, I think they say that um, the average American or like a huge 80% of Americans gained 15 to 20 pounds. And uh, I was no stranger to that because <clears throat> circumstances changed and I think I gained 10 to 15 pounds. Of course, I'm on the path of taking that off again, and that feels great, but there was just so much that happened. And and there's a million reasons in life why you might be on a really great path feeling great and then fall off the bandwagon. And I mean, I'm not going to start diving into it. You probably know some of them, right? You've lived through it. Um. So yeah, I've got feeling seasons of, of good choices and feeling my best and then 
periods where I fall off the wagon. And this is normal. This is normal. But one thing uh, I noticed is when I'm off the wagon, I, I feel down, anxious. I feel regret, out of control, lacking you know, self-control. And I feel bad about that. You start to feel like, why? Why am I not getting back on the bandwagon, right? You get bloated. You just feel bad all around. I mean, depending on what it is, you might feel more dehydrated, more lethargic, more any number of, of physical symptoms can manifest. And then and the mental things that come along with not being in control. Now, that being said, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here or anything, I have a a really healthy diet. So when I do fall off the wagon, I'm still eating better than 70% of Americans out there. But I still feel the negative physical and mental symptoms. Now, when I'm making the right choices, I feel incredible, on top of the world, fit, energetic, hydrated, happy, in control, and, and just so, so many good feelings. So the question is, how do we get and stay, at least most of the time, in that good place? Because wouldn't you love to let go of fear of illness and learn how to live a healthy, vibrant life? Who wouldn't? Well, actually, I do know some people who are resisting, but eventually we all come to a place where we're ready to make a change. And that's the big, big thing. You need to be ready to make this change because you're not going to stick with it and you're not going to do everything you need to do until you're ready. Honestly, I can't see why anyone out there right now in today's day and age isn't ready to finally get well. There are so many things fighting for our, I don't know, there's so many things trying to make us feel fear and bring us down right now. There's so many negative things going on that it's like now's the time to take control of your health and wellness and and do what it takes. And so what I've I've got is three ways to do this. And one of the ways is going to be the most beneficial for a lot of people. Um, My number one way is research. Research, research, research. That's hard to say three times in a row. And this takes years and a lot of cross-referencing and you need the time and the desire to do it. Now me, because I've just, I'm so obsessed with health and wellness, I've got the desire to do it. I know a lot of other people who would like to be healthy, but they have zero desire to read these books. I mean, some of the books I have read are as dry as can be for the average person who has no interest in this. Um, But I can spend, you know, I can stay up all night page turning and wake up and have just be spewing information to my husband that he has no desire to hear about. So it definitely takes a certain type of person who wants to research health info, (laughs) let's be honest. And to say there's a lot of contradictory information out there is an understatement. So some of this information is just plain incorrect, and some of it is just incorrect for some people. So what do I mean by that? Well, there is a thing called bio-individuality, meaning that what is right for one person Uh, is not right for another necessarily. We have different constitutions. We have different blood types, body shapes, hormone levels. Um, You know, some people may be born with certain genetic predispositions, which by the way, 
does not have to manifest in your life. You may be born with diabetes running in your family. That does not mean you have to become diabetic or that you will. There's different lifestyle choices we can all make, but but we all have different constitutions and makeup. And so the same thing can't work for every single person. And just one one small example is, you know, my dad has high blood pressure. So certain supplements that I take that are very beneficial to me for, you know, maybe my anxiety or one reason or another can kill my dad because of his high blood pressure. I know people with low blood pressure from, you know, one thing that happened to them or for whatever reason that it's the same thing. Like ashwagandha, for instance, is a wonderful adaptogen. It really helps with anxiety and just bringing balance to the body. And so I take um, ashwagandha all the time. But a person, it's, it's also known to lower blood pressure. So if a person has low blood pressure, they could still be experience, experiencing anxiety and all kinds of things that ashwagandha would benefit, but it's not good for them because they have low, low blood pressure, right? So these are simple examples of how one thing is not right for every person. So someone might be like, ashwagandha is amazing. It's really good for anxiety. You should take it. And if they don't understand that you've got a different constitution and they're telling you to take this without looking deeper into what's going on with you, you're going to have some serious bad effects from it. So whenever someone, be it a doctor, a nutritionist, a a coach, or what have you, claims that there is one right way to do anything, run. They either have no idea what they're talking about, or they have a bias for one reason or another. And some biases, you know, come from indoctrination. Sometimes it's, let's just say it, big pharma kickbacks, and so on and so forth. Um, So yeah. So (laughs) needless to say, there's a lot of research that goes into this. Um, Yeah. And and a lot of discernment, right? And a lot of cross-referencing. I mean, really, it's it's not as easy as reading a few books because the bio-individuality factor, those books aren't necessarily going to, you know, books on certain fad diets, which brings me to my next my next thing that you can do is trying fad dieting. And uh, I honestly would never recommend this. I just know that this is a method that people try. Um, I would say, let me guess, you've, you've probably already done this yourself. And uh, sometimes a diet could work for a bit, but they're hard to stick to. And what I hear is, you know, all, all the time I hear is you gain the weight back. And sometimes a diet is just not right for you personally and you end up feeling really like low energy or moody on this diet because it doesn't work well with who you are. Like I know for me, I can't do super low carb. Now, low carb, yeah, in the fact that I'm not eating a bunch of white bread, but I need sweet potatoes in my diet. I need oatmeal. I need grains. I need carbs or I will get low blood sugar. And I need to balance it. They need to be um, complex carbs. And I need to balance that out with protein. And luckily, I don't crave a lot of sugar. So I don't eat a lot of sugar and have crashes from that. But if I were to just be like, I'm going to go strictly low carb, I'm going to have low blood sugar crashes. And I'm going to feel really, really sick. And it's not going to do anything good for me. 
On the other hand, I know people who do low-carb diets and lose a bunch of weight, look, and feel great, right? So just another example of bio-individuality. Fad dieting is also really hard. It's restrictive. It's unsustainable. And it only addresses one part of the person's wellness. And not to mention, all that jumping around trying the next new diet because the last one failed can really uh, take a toll on your self-confidence. You might begin to wonder if you even have what it takes to actually lose weight and get healthy, and you lose faith in yourself when it isn't you, it's the method. Which brings me into my final um, way to, to actually take control of your health, and that's to work with a trained coach, a trained professional. And obviously, I'm, I'm biased in this manner because I am a coach, but this is really the best option because wellness is so much more than what you eat, and diets can't fix what they don't address, Right? A holistic wellness coach is a person who's trained to look at the whole person, everything about your life. So sometimes you can be eating right and exercising, but you still can't lose weight or you still get sick all the time. Why? Well, there's likely something going on in another area of your life that spills over. So maybe it's lack of hydration, like you're just not drinking enough water. You think you are because you're drinking more water than you used to be but you were never drinking anywhere near the amount of water that you should drink in a day. Maybe you've just got a job that you hate with a boss that treats you poorly and it's stressing you out and maybe that's causing you to not sleep well at night and your lack of sleep is causing hormone disruptions and these hormone disruptions are taking a toll on your body and you can't lose weight and you've got just stress and you're getting sick all the time. Maybe you are looking at social media or just the media in general too much and you're not you know, spending enough time out in nature. Maybe you have a lack of purpose and passion. Could be that you are missing critical minerals in your diet. You've got a hormone imbalance that needs to be addressed. It could be so many different things. And until you work with a person who's determined to learn all about you and help you get to the root of your problem and remove your blocks... You're just going to continue in the same circles you've been going in. So I went to school to become a certified wellness coach because I wanted to learn more about health and wellness. And what I ended up learning is honestly how powerful having a coach is. But I want to say that vetting a coach is a must. Okay. You, for, for me, I'm a Christian and I don't believe, I believe in natural remedies And I believe it looking at the whole person. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times where you should go to a naturopath and um, work with a doctor. That's not what I'm saying at all. I go to, or I have been to, um, a naturopathic doctor and learned, you know, I've done hormone testing, um, all kinds of blood work just to see where I was at. And if there was anything I needed to, any supplements, I needed to take natural supplements that can help balance things. Um, so there's, I'm not, you know, I'm not against working with healthcare professionals. I always recommend a naturopathic doctor. And, um, and also sometimes, you know, there's things that a, a health coach is, is not trained in. So if there are some really big mental health issues going on, like maybe some past trauma that you need to deal with. You know, 
a wellness coach shouldn't try to help you deal with that unless they've also got counseling or um, psych- psychiatric, you know, certifications and education and stuff like that. So they need to be a person who doesn't think that they know everything and you want them to align with your values, right? If you're a Christian, you probably want to work with a Christian, someone who's not going to tell you to do mystical things that don't align with your beliefs and vice versa. If you're not a Christian, you probably want to work with someone who aligns with wherever you're at in life. If you um, don't believe in vaccination and pharmaceuticals, you probably don't want to work with a coach who recommends those things and vice versa. So that's why I personally offer a free discovery session where we meet and I ask you a million questions um, so I can learn all about you, your struggles, your goals, and then you get to see where my knowledge lies and and I can decide if if I'm equipped to help you with your specific individual struggles. Because like I said, if, if that's not an area that I've learned a lot about or specialize in, I would never want to take that on. I would never want the stress of trying to help a person in an area that I am not adequately educated in. And where I've spent a lot of my time focusing is nutrition, basically, um, how herbalism as well, how, you know, natural supplements, herbs, uh, natural healing remedies can really bring you back into balance, but also looking at the whole of a person. So I've had, I've had many clients that thought they were focused on nutrition and it turns out it was more about work and, and we, you know, it's, it's not about, um, me telling you what you need to do. It's about me helping you figure out what you already know deep inside of you. It's, it's crazy when you realize what you already know and the power you already have within you. So coaching is really powerful and really awesome. And I highly recommend it. But the moral of this story and podcast is really that you don't have to fear illness or chronic degenerative diseases or genetic things that run in your family or random viruses that might be circulating all the time, you know, or I've even heard fear mongering around gardening now because they don't want us doing anything good for us. I've heard, oh my gosh, this man, can't remember where it was. It wasn't in the U.S. He opened up a bag of um, garden soil for his wife And four days later, he died of Lou Gehrig's disease from a microbe in the soil. And it's like these stories, they're they're trying to take people out of nature and out of everything that, you know, we are nature, we are earth. They're trying to take us out of that, put us inside these, you know, sterile environments where we fear illness and we don't breathe fresh air and we don't put our hands in the soil and garden and cultivate our own foods anymore because God forbid a virus might be lurking. Like, are you kidding me? There are thousands of viruses circulating through your body at any given moment. What you want to do is you want to give your body what it needs to fight these things off. And sterility, sterile environments are not doing you any favors. 
I, um, I work doing wellness coaching and photography and I have a wellness, um, stock photography business website. And so I spend a lot of times inside and behind a computer. And for me, that was causing a lot of anxiety. So I went and I got a part-time job at a nursery working with plants outside in nature. I saw that one was hiring and something inside of me knew I needed to go get that job because I want to get out and work with plants and learn more and more about native plants. And I just love to continue learning. And I love to be outside and I love to get exercise and get my steps in. And so I got this job a couple weeks ago and I love it. It doesn't really take away from my other job um, because I don't know. I don't know because there's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot of time in a week, right? So I can still do my other jobs, but I can also get out, get my steps in, get out in nature. Well, I'm coming to a point here and that is that um, yesterday a guy came in and there's a bottle of hand sanitizer there and he squirted some hand sanitizer on and he's a, you can never have too much hand sanitizer. And it really took everything I had not to say, well, actually you can. And almost any is too much. (laughs) But I was like, you know what? This guy just wants to know about a plant. Let me get him there without starting a whole thing. So I just didn't say anything. I mean, maybe I should have. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong and I should have said something. I don't know. I'm not here to second guess myself. I'm just saying there's this belief out there that we should be sanitizing everything in our hands after we touch anything. Like how many squirts of hand sanitizer? I've seen people in there doing it over and over. It's like every time they touch something new, they go get a new squirt of hand sanitizer. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is such an insane world we live in today. There's almost no natural intuition left. People don't have... we. It's like natural immunity, natural remedies, and being like one with the earth and the nature has been memory hold. And they want us to believe that the only way left is to get a shot, a toxic cocktail jabbed into your body. Never mind that it's killing thousands and thousands of people and maiming hundreds of thousands of others. Just do it. That's the only way. And then go ahead and douse yourself with sanitizer and, uh, cover that mask up or that face up because we don't want you breathing in all this fresh air. It's just, it's, it's absolute insanity. And I I will never, uh, promote those kinds of behaviors. I am, it's funny because people are like, oh, you're a hippie like me. And I feel like so far from being a hippie, I guess if being a person who's into herbalisms and nature and (laughs) natural health and wellness and uh, good nutrient-dense foods and smoothies and things like that makes you a hippie, then I guess that's what I am. And I'll wear it proudly. I didn't know, but I keep getting called that. So um, anyway, are there Christian hippies? I guess there are. I always feel like a hippie is someone who's a little more like, I don't know, not necessarily a Christian. I never really pictured that. But no, that's not true. Now I'm seeing... I'm picturing the 70s. I'm seeing some Christians out there. Not necessarily at Woodstock, but you know. Anyway, I digress. What I'm really trying to say here is 
living in fear is, that's only going to make you sicker. And the whole world, I mean, I don't know if you believe in energy. I touched on this a little bit in my last podcast last week, but the energy and the vibration in the world right now is that of fear and sickness and worry and just like very negative. And all the news is so negative. And even if you're listening to the real news, like it it can be so negative. I listen to Mike Adams. I listen to people who are covering what's really going on. I mean, Infowars, things, things of that nature. Um, Del Bigtree has a more positive spin on things, but it's like, it's, there's so much negative things happening in the world that it's hard for things not to, I don't know, have a negative overtone, I guess. But, but we need to counter that with, with positive, healing, happy, hopeful energy. And I think there's a lot of ways to do that, but I really think that the number one way to do that is to set yourself up for a good, healthy life. Like when you're taking care of yourself and you're feeling your best, you have energy to put into fighting the tyranny, right? Um, or, or whatever. It, it takes a lot to, to change what's going on. It takes a lot. We are a very passive nation. People uh, have been trained to, and I've said this before, so sorry that I repeat myself sometimes, but it's like the American dream, right, is, you know, uh, getting married, having a job, working until you can retire. There's always this like leisure, like I want to do nothing at a certain point. We're, We're all aiming, like we're working for the weekend, where we don't have to do anything or like after work where we just sit there and do nothing and stare at screens and dumb us down or vacations, which can be, I mean, it depends on who you are. Like for me, when I'm off work, I'm, I'm doing all the cool things I want to do. Gardening, hiking, bike riding, you know, adventuring, whatever. And, and I like doing just chores and stuff sometimes too. So, um, but, but some people are just or I feel like a large majority of people just want to sit and do nothing and or play video games or watch TV or whatever. And it's like, why? I don't know. It's like we've been trained to be passive. And honestly, fighting the tyranny, that's what they want. They don't want us to be fighters. And people who eat poorly or smoke cigarettes or drink a lot of alcohol or don't get enough sleep... Um, either by choice or just because they seem to not be able to sleep, which is something that you can change. I used to be a person who couldn't sleep and I sleep like a baby. And if I don't sleep like a baby, I know exactly why. (laughs) But 99% of the time I sleep really well. And, um, and, and so if you're, if you're in all of these weird cycles of bad things like sickness and, and smoking and drinking and not sleeping. And you don't have the energy to do what it takes to grow your own food, take care of a farm, um, take care of, you know, learn new things like herbal medicine or, or how to can and preserve foods or do all the things that it takes to really live an independent, free, healthy, 
fulfilling lifestyle. So the way I think we really counter all the negativity and the bad vibes and the energy, I think is to take care of ourselves first, is to get ourselves on track, get fit, get strong, get healthy, lose some weight. Um, yeah. And then we can take on the world. We're going to feel so much better. We can take on the world. We can do everything that's required of us. And we don't have to fear sickness and disease because it's true that a lot of illnesses, uh, viruses even that are out there, they hit people who are overweight and unhealthy a lot harder than they do for a fit, healthy person, generally speaking. Now, we're going to go back to bio-individuality. There's many reasons why that might not be exactly true for every situation, okay? So I don't want anyone taking what I'm saying out of context and being like, oh, but there was a young 40-year-old runner who, who dropped dead from COVID. You know, it's like you have zero idea what was going on in that person's life, And so there's just, there's so many factors and all we can control is our own lives and our own choices, right? So I want to encourage you to get ready. Find yourself at the place where you are ready to get serious about making this choice. And if you feel like you want to work with a coach, I'm going to take four new clients and here's, I want to tell you a little bit about what it is. And, um, I kind of feel like plug in myself feels dirty and wrong, but (laughs) that's insane. I'm literally trying to help people. So um, what it is, is a free discovery session where we figure out what's going on and what you want to uh, change. And if, you know, we feel like we're a good fit and then we would go six sessions and I'm doing a super special price. So it's six sessions at $50 a session. And each each session is 45 minutes. And um, we can work out days and times. And we'll take six sessions to get you to where you want to be or on a much better path. I mean, sometimes you don't end up <laughs> accomplishing everything in six weeks. So it's once a week, by the way. Um, so six weeks to get a really, really good head start. And if you want to continue with the coaching after that, I'll still only charge $50 a session. And if you feel like you're in a really great place and you're pumped and you just want to go out on your own, then we can just stop after six sessions. But I'm telling you, six is the key number. It really helps people. And I just feel like I was put here on this time for a reason. All of my learning and everything, my education and my you know, research and everything that I've done was for a purpose, right? And I really truly believe that if we want to change the world, we need to change ourselves first. And I just want to help people do that. So yeah, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I want to hear from you. If you are interested in a coaching session Uh, a discovery session with me, a free discovery session, email me at holistichome at protonmail.com. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, holistic, yeah, home at protonmail.com. Email me, put in the subject line, just free discovery session, and uh, let's chat because this is awesome. And honestly, like, (laughs) this is no time to put off getting well. 
I think we can all agree. And if we can't, then I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying attention. So I don't know. I'm going to leave you guys with that for the day. Um, It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. And I hope to hear from you on my email. All right. Bye.